When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So what does it feel like when you quit your job? Coming right up after the intro. Hey guys, ECRG here, back with another episode. Today we're going to be talking about what it feels like to quit your job in the clinical research industry. So a lot of you guys know what it feels like to get a job or to apply for jobs, but may not know what it feels like to actually quit your job and some of the nuances that go along there. So we talk a lot about it on this channel, two years in, you should be looking for a new job unless you're trying to get to a project manager level or a CRA level. Uh, But you gotta change jobs in order to get to where you wanna go in this industry. And quitting is inevitable. And that's usually a good thing because you're gonna be quitting one company, going to another company that's probably gonna be paying you a lot more, give you a lot more benefits, and hopefully the job of your dreams. So what exactly happens when you quit your job? So you guys know you put in the customary two weeks notice, you talk to your manager about your plans to leave, but what happens after that? What, what are some of the things you don't expect? Well, one, one of those things you probably don't expect is how your coworkers are going to react to you leaving. So, you I mean, this is a situation that's got to be really, really finessed because your coworkers, it's really funny actually, because your coworkers are sometimes competitive with you. Like if there are jobs at the company, then they're going to be cutthroat and competitive against you. Or if there are a certain number of bonuses that can go out, you know, some coworkers are going to put you down and put themselves up. But it's kind of a similar situation if you can imagine that dynamic when you finally tell your coworkers that you quit your job. So some of them are probably going to be like, hey, why didn't you tell me you were looking earlier? Well, obviously you can't tell them because Ward would probably get around to your management team and you could be fired uh, on the spot. Um, You just don't know how people are going to react. Probably some of them are probably going to initially be happy for you, which is good. Uh, that's probably, you know, the not the majority, but probably the minority of them are probably going to initially be happy. I think most of them are probably going to be pretty sad you're leaving, unless you're a real asshole. Um, but I think for the average person, they're going to be sad that you're leaving, and they're just going to be sad at first. And that was my experience too, when I when I quit my first job in order to become a CRA. They were sad, man, and. For and you know, two weeks is a long time once you put in your two week notice, too. Every single one of those days, I felt it was a dread, it was almost a dread going into the office because you know, my coworkers like every every interaction with your coworkers at that point is gonna have in the back of your mind that you're leaving, so they're probably gonna be asking you about your plans and stuff. Um, word is slowly making its way around the office and especially with the style office you may have. In this particular office, we had, you know, we didn't have cubicles. We had those 
those really, really stupid open floor plan desks. And I hate those. Um, in, in fact, I'm going to actually do a video on those and why they're stupid. But we had those, so it felt like everybody was in your business every single day. Uh, and people were talking to you. And that just made it very difficult to go into work because the, ener the energy was down around you. I felt like, you know, like I said, every every conversation with a coworker was had that that tinge of I'm leaving soon and you know, they're sad, they're going to miss me and all this stuff. So it was kind of it kind of sucked going into work because I felt down like most of the day. And I I didn't really go out to eat that much, but I would started going out to eat for like lunch a lot just to get away from the office, to be honest. Because I just felt down a lot at the at the office place um i don't know if that was just me but you know and then then some of the co-workers started at, like acting kind of mad towards me and kind of mad that i was leaving and they were they weren't leaving and you know it gets really competitive too because especially if you're going to a big job that's hard to get like a cra job you know other people want to be that job want to get in that job too and there might be some secret jealousy going on where on the face of it they're acting like they're really, you know, proud and happy for you. There could be some jealousy too. But uh, of course, in the back of my mind, I'm thinking, well, you could have left too. Um, you don't have to stay at the same company that you're at. You could have left too. But there's, but there's that going on too. That secret jealousy slash the overall downness of the office. But there's also like how you feel personally about the whole situation and how your work is affected because you know you typically try to leave on a good note so you want to kind of work your hardest all the way up until the last day but a lot of stuff just doesn't seem to matter that as much anymore like I remember working on TMF and I just I mean I was kind of burnt out this time too like if I was not getting that job I might have said that before if I was not getting that job I literally would have been planning PTO like right after the rejection letter came in. That was literally the next thing I was be doing. So maybe maybe part of the situation was I was kind of burnt out and just ready to be done with work, but I think it was a mix of all those things, but I remember doing TMF and just not really caring anymore because if I slacked off, I wouldn't feel any of the repercussions. Now, of course, my my former coworkers, my colleagues at the time would have to feel those repercussions for me and my, you know, lackadaisical effort. But I felt like it was a lot easier to slack off a little bit during that time. Uh, just just because I wasn't going to feel any of those repercussions. And yeah, I mean, that, that's just that's just part of it. You know, you've got to finish up strong. You, you've got to do your transition forms that like we've talked about before. And, you know, that takes a lot of time, a lot of effort, a lot of tediousness. Those tedious tasks, you're not really going to be in the mood to do because you don't have to face any of those repercussions. Everyone else is going to be doing that stuff. Um, but, yeah, I mean, those, those feelings are real. Like the feelings of, like, missing people, um, the feelings of those, those friendships, the, those camaraderies that you built up over the years, um, you know, those feelings of... I feel like the, the feelings of happy to go on to the next place isn't really going to be there until you actually get there to the next place. And I feel like that's what it was like for me. But maybe that could be different for you guys. 
but I just remember feeling down a lot those past two weeks while I was at work and really dreading going into work. So I think that's one of the benefits of being a remote worker is you're not going to feel any of that. You're not going to feel any of those negative effects, any of those negative vibes that your that your coworkers are giving you. You're not going to feel any of that because, I mean, what are they going to do? Give you like a sad face through IM or something? <laughs> you know, they're not going to be doing nothing. So I, I remember... My older, my older friends that are CRAs were telling me, like, it was so easy for them to jump from job to job. Like, they didn't have any of those personal connections. And I feel like that's, that's one of those reasons why a lot of people end up staying at their job is those personal connections. And they think, they think in their own head, like, how are people going to feel like if I leave? Or, you know, all those things that people think about that, make, that, has, that really has no effect on them. You've got to be able to leave. You've got to be able to jump. And the more remote you are, the easier it is to jump when when you have time, when you're when the time is right. But I feel like you know those those times you're in the office, there's those positives of being able to build friendships, being able to build close relationships. But the negatives are it's a lot harder to leave, and companies know that. That I think that's one of the reasons why they're slow to adopt uh, remote work, especially in clinical research. Uh, but they already let the CRAs do it. A lot of project managers, a lot of data managers, a lot of people re- work remotely. But it's a lot easier, a lot easier to leave when you don't have to do that. Because I was, I mean, I'd been at that company for a couple years and, you know, it, it built up all those relationships. So it was kind of hard to leave. And I was not expecting all those those feelings for those past two weeks to kind of be there. Uh, you know, missing all those people and really, really the overall somber and down mood going into work really kind of sucked. So I'd say that's the biggest thing. One of the biggest one of the biggest feelings you might feel when you're leaving a job. <sighs> Let me see what else. What else about what you might feel when you quit your job? Yeah, I mean, I, I think one of the things that also was helping me at the time was I was making so much more money at at the new job. Like I mean, every time one of the, some of those feelings were like where I was thinking like, man, am I making the right decision or is this the right job for me? Or, you know, every time I'd think, <laughs> every time I'd feel a little down, I'd just be thinking about, man, but that salary is crazy. So, and you know, I think one of the things that really made it easy for me is I always had that chip on my shoulder. Like I knew early on, I, as soon as I could, I was leaving as soon as I got that job because it was a lateral move for me and they didn't raise me at all. So I was like, all right, well, as soon as I get the opportunity, I'm out. Y'all, y'all screwed up with that one. Y'all should have at least played a little ball, uh, show some good faith. And they didn't. So that's what, that was that. So that's what it feels like to quit your job. It sucks, guys, especially if you've got a good relationship with everybody. And all this is predicated on having good relationships. Um, obviously, if the job situation sucks... And you hate your boss, you hate the people you work with, it's probably going to be really easy for you to leave. But if you have an overall good situation, you like everyone you work with, y'all are pretty close, it's going to be tough. It's going to be real tough. And, you know, some some people don't make it easy for you. So that's that. All right, guys, hope you enjoyed this. I might do another part two about it if I think of some more stuff to talk about on what it feels like to quit your job. We'll probably do a video on how to quit your job properly in the clinical research industry because there are a lot of nuances there that probably aren't in other industries. 
with uh, how to do it appropriately. And I'm sure a lot of you guys, you know, we've helped a lot of people get into the industry or at least boost their chances of getting into the industry. So it only makes sense that in a year or two, people are going to be ready to leave. So we might as well start making some content like that also. All right, guys, if you enjoyed this, like it, share it, subscribe. If you're listening on the podcast, leave us a review, please. The podcast has been going up. Thank goodness. People are listening to the podcast. I think more people listen to the podcast on average than do YouTube, which is crazy uh, because my background is in YouTube. Um, And this is really the first podcast I've done for this channel. So that's awesome. Thank you so much for listening. I really, really appreciate it. Uh, We do have a donate button on the podcast. If I've given any value to you over the past months and years, don't hesitate to donate if you want to. All right, guys, take care.